I'm loving my monogamous relationship with sobriety. Straying from sobriety will only make me feel like a dirtier Jew than usual. Like going to the massage parlor on occasion, regardless of my conscious feeling squeaky clean soon afterwards, knowing how my grizzled reflexology therapist wasn't yanked off the boat yesterday avenging Ghoster's comedy record 111. Obviously, this creatively jacked well doesn't run dry. Ha! Although I'm beginning to question whether I should make any more when my son, Chosen Curls, was bound to, woo, who's only five years old, is already topping and exceeding comedically everything I've done on all 111 records when he says, Daddy, get out of here. You're bad at life. Ha! Avenging ghosters. Work's not yet done. Ha! Thank you! Very much! If I go to an AA meeting in the future, I'm going to introduce myself as scumbag, strayer, slayer, which sounds less defeatist, depressing than, hi, my name is Michael Kornbluth, and I'm a degenerate Jew alcoholic who has to use his fingers to figure out simple arithmetic. Daughter says earlier, Daddy, how many zeros are in a billion? Daddy, did you really have to ask Alexa for that? Doesn't this disqualify me from getting bar mitzvahed? Are you financially illiterate, Daddy? I'm wondering if your Hebrew name, Moneybags, Mordecai, Bad at Life, is under judicial review. Avenging Ghosters. Holla! Scumbag. Strayer. Slayer. Slays on. Holla! Avenging Ghosters. Thank you! Very much! Campy! Camper! Holla! Mom calls. Can I speak with the kids about any camp updates? I say, you ship me off to sleepaway camp for eight years in a row. For what felt like three years at the time. That went on longer than Paul Reiser as the MC 
during the 92nd Street Y series on why baby boomer arrogance never dies. As I counted the days till color war was over, which always made me feel whiter than white man's disease. At a Jew boy sleepaway camp in Kent, Connecticut, no less. Especially knowing how I was the second worst athlete after the Sheik's son from Great Neck. Yet I don't recall you ever asking whether I was gay about going back to camp again, Mom. Or ever bothering me. Ever bothering to ask me how I liked being called homo, head, or sphincter, clit, after you packed me jars of Vaseline like I was about to be shipped off to gay conversion camp, despite that jar of Vaseline getting less touches than a Bible in a bathhouse colony in Provincetown, where bathhouse Barry was broken in good by Michelle Obama, what's talent got to do with it, Turner 2.0, <laughs> during their honeymoon phase. But at the time, I still had no understanding of how Vaseline was the Ajax man's grown-up version of slip and slide with the village people before Harry Styles came out as a cherry blossom popping lube enthusiast under his new line of lifestyle lick em up lubes pan sexual Brits are us because my sex education back then mom was only limited to taste of amber topless tutors and Mountains of Muff <laughs> on the VHS tape, mixtape, that my Japanese-American friend, Koji Tung, affectionately nicknamed Head, made for me. <laughs> now that was a true labor of love. On par with the chiseled lats on David that pointed you straight toward his gluteus Maximus, which in Latin means sphincter on fire, avenging ghosters. Holla! Thank you very much. Although I was super gay about the time when I jerked off in the bunk bathroom once and had to wipe up with the cardboard roller and decided to put it back inside the holder only to laugh. The hardest I've ever laughed after this fat troll from Dalton Prep yells, gross, <laughs> before realizing that his hand was covered in cum while trying to wipe his own ass. I literally turned the toilet paper dispenser into my own glory hole repository. And I've never laughed harder. 
in my entire life, having to bite down on my crusty blanket to prevent myself from being busted as the sole source behind such perverse howls of merriment, mass delight. So, blowing four grand on camp that summer was totally worth it, ma. Vaseline coupons included. Avenging Ghosters. Holla! I was written off as a nutty fruitcake by my mother and was written out of the will in real time in case you're wondering, despite my happy ending to that call, can I get a holla for love limit limitations? Last time I checked, groping Biden's expired. Holla! Avenging ghosters. Thank you very much. Fake news friend from college. That being Ithaca College, otherwise known as Cornell's retarded next door neighbor. I was a tad less retarded because I was in the School of Communications. So, I could suck down some bong hits of extra strong outdoor Tompkins County Weed Man and manage not to stutter every other two seconds. So my fake news friend from Ithaca College who pretends the icky shuffle, a.k.a. grew up in Biden, actually beat Trumpy Poo. Text to me. What do you think about Roe versus Wade? And I say, I never get personal, but atheist cunts always act like they're on the rag. Regardless, avenging ghosters. Holla! Fake news friend from Ithaca didn't laugh. Got no LOL in response. I text back, did you grow a vagina overnight? If so, I'd stay away from Biden in Delaware during local stump speeches on making skinny dipping great again in front of his Secret Service agents stationed at his Greenville estate home while murmuring to those female agents stuck on presidential security detail. I told you I was bigger than Boogie Border. Icky Shuffle showers with his daughter, according to his daughter's diaries. So unlike Trumpy Poo, the Icky Shuffle is less likely to discriminate against who rubs against his dirty grandpa. Goo. Love. Limit. Limitations. Live. Holla! Avenging ghosters. Thank you! Very much! The Maiden Bartender. You met one Iron Maiden fan. You met them all. Iron Maiden fans wear out those mummy metal patches on their faded, torn jean jackets, even into their late 30s, to inject a dark, mysterious, complex, weighty edge. Such die-hard, 
fanatical fans are incredibly incapable of generating on their own. <laughs> Granted, Bruce Dickinson, the more exalted replacement lead singer star of Iron Maiden, otherwise known as the human air raid siren, boasts a supernatural voice which pierces through the clouds of heavy metal heaven. Still, it's impossible to not grow tired of his rapid fire spinal tap conjuring parody of what an English heavy metal band Howler should sound like in Samuel Johnson's speed metal phonics dictionary under Game of Thrones horse charging music. At least that's what the cruise comedian Michael Rocker thought as he entered a colonial constructed seaside shipbuilding town of Mystic, Connecticut, where Julia Roberts shot the movie Mystic Pizza and entertained the film grips on the set by fisting her mouth in between takes to ensure they made her look the most flattering in the face of such frigid East Coast winter lights. Now, Michael Rocker, a tall, athletic-looking, preppy, casual comic, orders a drink and says, Hey, what local IPA do you recommend? The bartender, a tall, striking, borderline, statuesque, dirty blonde, sporting, an Iron Maiden tattoo on her defined, yet not overtly chiseled deltoid replies. I don't know. That all depends on how much hardcore bitter bite you can take. I mean, are you interested in merely quenching your thirst with a session filler beer? Or would you prefer to get your hardcore freak on for karaoke night with something boozier and more funktastic, like a fat orange cat Chapal IPA. Stud, the cruise comic says, I'll take the Chapal IPA hot stop as he tries hard not to lick his lips, wanting to inhale her on the spot whole. LL Cool J lives. Holla! Thank you very much. Sitting next to the cruise comic at the bar is a hunched, tired, lanky, dirty blonde, long-haired guy in his late 30s, sporting bad acne spots from a poor diet full of too much beef jerky and cheap vodka tonics, reeking of stale Newport cigarettes, stripping the minty, cool flavor of any High schooler hoodie appeal after the first drag whatsoever. The cruise comic gets the impression the Newport cigarette guy who's sporting a black Iron Maiden shirt under his faded, torn jean jacket is here solo as usual. So, he decides to sample some new jokes on him in preparation for his upcoming cruise tour heading to Jamaica for spring break the following morning. Cruise comic makes eye contact with the Iron Maiden fan and says, Nice Maiden shirt. 
You must know the wrestler and Fozzie frontman Chris Jericho then. Maiden Dude replies, Duh, who doesn't? Immediately, the cruise comic becomes engulfed with extreme annoyance, regretting his attempt to bond with the local and his attempt to play it cool with the hot, badass bartender and snaps back with, Be honest, don't you think Iron Maiden is a poor man's Judas Priest? With far less sing-along, radio-friendly hits, being forced to rely on catchy, merchandising gimmickry to radiate a cooler, far less Dungeons and Dragons nerdy veneer instead. And who is Eddie the mascot on Iron Maiden shirts supposed to be anyway? He looks like a cyborg mummy and a virile crypt keeper in his prime. Had a baby. Who also shares freaking Jill Biden's hairstylist. Holla! Avenging Ghosters. Thank you very much. Run for the Hills is a good running song for Daniel Day-Lewis to crank up when he trained for his role in The Last of the Mohicans. The bartender can't help but chuckle, doing her best to not let cruise comedian know it. Still. She decides to interject, knowing fighting words were just thrown down in this normally peaceful waterfront town, and says, Hey, Eddie, don't listen to him. He's not sophisticated enough to understand the intricacies and sweeping, historical, majestic sweep that went into Power Slave and the other 40 records of English speed metal mastery at its finest. Next, vodka and tonic is on me, babe. Don't sweat it. Cruise Comedian is intensely turned on by the bartender's friendly infused fiery cheer, especially knowing this was her way of pleasing a local and flirting with him big time and says, she's right, Eddie. That's your name, Eddie? Just like the Iron Maiden mascot? Wow, I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm just putting Iron Maiden down to feel better about myself. That's what hack cruise comedians do. I think Poison, Motley Crue, and Cinderella rock out just as hard and boast infinitely catchier, kick-ass metal pop anthems, which ooze forceful, heartfelt personality versus sounding like systematic, howling knights on horseback. But what do I know, Eddie? Didn't mean to offend your hardcore, fanatical, maiden sensibilities. But Eddie's face becomes ensnarled in acne scar shades of red as he clenches his callous, hardened, burn-laden hands and says, dude, I'm a dishwasher on a cruise ship. I don't need to take this shit. The cruise comedian says, I'm a lowly cruise comedian hack comedian. So it's a wash, mate. Looking forward to docking in Jamaica, though. This is my impression of Ziggy Marley being interviewed by High Times Magazine for their annual 420 issue. The National Holiday for Potheads, as you know.
Ziggy, your dad had eight kids, but I thought ganja drained your life blaster dry. And Ziggy Marley replies, fake news, man. Cruise comic finally scores attention, diffusing laugh. Eddie says, that was a good one. Perhaps I take my obsession with Iron Maiden a tad too seriously at times. Thing is, you get pretty cagey as a cruise ship dishwasher all alone with Iron Maiden tunes of wanton destruction stuck in your head. Cruise comic says, no problem. Eddie, I was being a big dick prior. Sometimes my riffing veers into full-fledged asshole land faster than I'd prefer. Do you smoke your mind with the crystal specked bud? Eddie, Eddie the dishwasher says, yeah, I mean, what loner burnout maiden head in high school didn't? You never outgrow. The soothing lift. The green gives a loner burnout at heart. Cruise Comics says, did you know that 420 was Hitler's birthday? I haven't felt this duped since Sly Stallone snuck Mel Gibson into Expendables 3. (laughs) Eddie the Dishwasher says, oh, so you're Jewish. That's why you're so annoying and bad at life (laughs) and pushy with your meh material. Well, nobody's perfect except Beth, the bartender. Beth, the bartender, commands the stage and clenches the mic to belt out Run for the Hills on the karaoke stage with incredible, hardcore edge feeling to make a jaded, English metal-resisting cruise comic willing to give British speed metal another shot. All that was missing was a hardcore female touch and some added fantastic feeling with some sexy metal sass to match. Avenging Ghosters. Holla! Thank you! Very much.